I'm Sandeep Rathod and I'm a senior associate in the immigration team and today I'll be talking about businesses applying for a sponsor license with a view to hiring foreign workers. The need for businesses to obtain a sponsor license has never been higher. Since the UK left the EU and following the introduction of the UK's new points-based immigration system from January 2021, if a business identifies a worker for a vacant role and they are either an EU national or a non-EU national without permission to be in the UK, that business will first need to obtain a sponsor license before they can sponsor the worker on a skilled worker visa. For businesses that are considering applying for a sponsor license, it's important to note that the application process should be completed with due care and consideration because if a business's sponsor license application is refused for whatever reason, the Home Office will issue the business with a six-month cooling-off period. What this effectively means is that the business will be prohibited from applying for a new sponsor license until six months have passed from the date of the refusal letter. Now that could cause serious um, consequences from the business's recruitment perspective if they are issued with a refusal against a sponsor license application. One of the initial considerations a business should make before applying for a sponsor license is what type of sponsor license they would like to apply for. This can typically be split into two. You have the worker routes or the temporary worker routes. The more common route that businesses apply under is the workers route, which consists of the skilled worker category, which is generally for individuals taking up a permanent position within the UK organisation, the global business mobility senior or specialist worker category, previously known as the intracompany transfer route, tier two minister of religion or the international sports person. The temporary worker route consists of charity worker, creative worker, seasonal worker and the more recent global business mobility routes which have several subcategories underneath them such as a graduate trainee, UK expansion worker, service supplier and secondment worker routes. Also, ahead of applying for a sponsor license, it's our recommendation that businesses review their own human resource and recruitment practices to ensure they're capable of carrying out their sponsorship duties and compliance obligations, which would be expected of sponsors once a sponsor license is granted. In fact, it's not uncommon for UK visas and immigration compliance officers to visit an organisation prior to making a decision on the license application to assess whether that business can act as a fit and proper sponsor. Another consideration for businesses prior to applying for a sponsor license is to internally decide who will be listed as your key personnel on the sponsor license application itself. Now the key personnel consists of three positions, your authorising officer, your key contact and your level one user. The authorising officer will typically be the most senior person within your organisation that oversees your HR and recruitment practices. Your key contact will be the individual within your business that will act as the main point of contact between your organisation and the Home Office in relation to your sponsor licence. And finally, the level one user will be the individual within your business that has direct access to your sponsor management system and will be responsible for carrying out the business's day-to-day -day sponsorship activities. This can range from uh, assigning a certificate of sponsorship to your workers or reporting certain worker activity such as a delay in a work start date or an employee leaving the organisation or also reporting any change of circumstances at company level. The Home Office's service standard for considering sponsor license applications is currently eight weeks 
So please do take this into consideration, especially if your business has any urgent recruitment plans. If your sponsor license application is successful, your license will be valid for a period of four years. And during that period, your business will be permitted to assign certificate of sponsorship to foreign workers. Should your business require your sponsor license beyond the four years, um, a renewal application would need to be submitted prior to the four years expiring. Once a sponsor license is in place, that's really when the hard work begins for an organisation. All sponsor license holders should ensure throughout the duration of its license that they are maintaining accurate immigration records and complying with its sponsorship duties. The Home Office places significant trust in sponsors to ensure they are complying with immigration laws and wider UK laws. If at any point the Home Office discovers early patterns that gives them concerns a sponsor is not abiding by its compliance obligations placed on them, they will take action against that sponsor and that could result in the license either being downgraded to a B rating, suspended or in worst case scenario, revoked. Where a business finds its license has been revoked, they will not be allowed to sponsor any more workers and any workers working for that organisation will have their work authorisation curtailed. So applying for a sponsor licence is certainly not a straightforward process and if done incorrectly can have serious implications especially if a business relies on hiring foreign workers. The immigration team at Edrinco can help businesses with preparing for a sponsor licence application and ensuring you can demonstrate you have the necessary HR and recruitment practices in place to be a trusted sponsor. We can also assist businesses that have a license in place to understand its reporting obligations and assist with the daily management of your sponsor management system.